You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm speaking with Dale Pendell. He's the author of Pharmacopoeia and the Great Bay. Thank you for joining me, Dale. Hi, glad to be here. Dale, y- your books are such an inspired survey and they're beautifully designed. Talk about creating this kind of synthesis of both beautiful design and an intuitive exploration of the pharmacopoeia. Um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, there, there was... Uh, Tom Christensen, who worked at Mercury House, had a lot to do with the design, and I had a vision of it, and we worked together. Um, it was a long project, I don't know, 15 years, I guess. It took longer than I thought. Well, explain to us exactly what is in these books and how you, how you created them. Well, the Pharmaco books goes a long way back to a vision I had of um, something I was going to call the Poet's Guide to Drugs. And my process was going to be immersion in each one so that something would be reflected in my style that would give a signature of that plant compound or or drug beyond what I could think of to say. Um, And, you know, it kind of just stayed at the back of my head for years and years. Then finally I decided, yeah, I better do that. How did you go about finding the plants and the drugs that you needed to to take and experiment with to create the book and talk about creating the prose? I mean, it must have been created under a variety of conditions. Uh, that's true. That's true. That was the point. Um, actually, it, it was, yeah, it was more challenging to find these plants and stuff when I started. Uh, uh, I think I may have been the first person to smoke salvia divinorum in this country and I couldn't do that until I found somebody who had a plant and that took some time and then I had to grow it out and um, yeah now it's easier you know you can buy all that stuff on the internet rare plants like lagos lagochilis I think your new book, uh, The Great Bay, is a really fascinating creation of a future that has not happened yet. Talk about entering that future. How did you create that future to, to write about it as if it were in the past? Somebody said the first half of the book is like, a, is like historical fiction. And it's just kind of a walk through history, walking backwards. As far as The Great Bay goes, well, that's just a matter of time, you know. When I, I wrote the book, I, I took an extreme position as far as um, sea level rise, but that's not true anymore. <laughs> you also are the author of Inspired Madness. Tell us about that book. Inspired Madness is a, is a fun little book about Burning Man, um, but it, you know, it's a different kind of book. Most people, if they want Burning Man, they, you know, they want to look at pictures. Um, this is not a picture book. It's a story, but it's a fun story. And there's, you know, history about Burning Man, some history. And I work off of an essay of Norman O'Brown's about potlatch. Tell us about potlatch. I don't know about this. Potlatch was um, a ceremony of the Northwest Coast Indians where to show your status, you would destroy great, some great amounts of wealth. In 
Burning Man that's that's reflected in you know not only the burn of the man but the burn of the temple you know an exquisitely beautiful temple with you know years and years of, of uh, work into it and then it's burned and Brown uh, Brown following uh, Lewis Hyde uh, maybe Marcel Mauss sees that kind of uh, wasteful consumption if it's done in a sacred way as an alternative to war. And I think he's right. That's a really interesting observation. Do you think that Burning Man itself is a, is a means of, though, of diffusing the energy uh, of those who attend so that they are maybe able doing less when they leave it? That they'd be less destructive, mm. less predatory? Perhaps. Anyway, festivals, Dionysian festivals, festivals um, given over to the god are most important. We need more of them. Um, you know, Burning Man kind of opened up, uh, opened the way to show the way to people. But we need more festivals, all for festivals. If you go all the way back to the human, human being here in San Francisco, um, in January of 1967, one of the things um, that they all agreed on, uh, Gary Snyder was there, and Timothy Leary was there, Alan Watts, uh, Alan Ginsberg, and Michael McClure, one of the things they agreed on is that we need more festivals. How do we create more festivals? And I think actually your pharmacopoeia is a, is a step towards that, don't you? <laughs> well, yes, yes, perhaps if you can still get up and walk. <laughs> it's it's a festival in its way. We can say that it's a it's a phantasmagoria um, plant poison festival of the wild imagination. But we should remember, the first anarchist step is to free the imagination. I've been speaking with Dale Pendell. He's the author of The Pharmacopoeia and The Great Bay. Thank you for joining me, Dale. You bet. Thank you. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.